Here we go, the John Curley Sherry Elliker Show, starring Sherry Elliker. Say hello to Sherry. Say hello to Sherry. Sherry. Katie. Katie. Hello, Susan. That's you, Sherry, you good, strong woman. Yeah. What is teeny, by the way? Never mind. Dive again. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Off to a great start already. 2024. The John Curley Sherry Elliker Show. Boop, boop, boop. Strong woman. I was thinking about all the... I was hanging out with my sister, who was like hanging out with you. And she was talking about how sorry she feels for you. And then I said, how sorry you feel for her as I tortured her for three days and then spent some time. And I said, well, I do it on a regular basis and get paid to torture Sherry. So I thought, good, strong woman, because you put up with a whole bunch of crap. And I appreciate that, Sherry. I want you to know that. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I do feel a certain kinship with Lori. Yes. Yeah. You guys both, uh, you're always the, you know, the butt of every joke. Or at least the good ones that I can land. Um, <laughs> you want to try that again let's, today? Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, now, a pet sitter found on a popular app, Rover, by the way, local company. Uh, apparently, they got some problems because they were uh, somebody's caught uh, in Tukwila assaulting the family dog while they away at Christmas. I looked to see, man, Rover has been sued a number of times uh, by a whole bunch of people. I saw one case in Philadelphia. This guy was putting these cameras in his house and then rover uh, employees or people working for rover it's such like uber it's an app you sign up dog walkers i called a friend of mine who used to use uh, rover and i said did you feel safe going to these homes and did you feel as if they vetted the customers properly and did you feel as if that at any time you were going into dangerous areas how much of a vetting process she took it she said it took about five minutes to sign up to be a rover um employee sitter. whatever they consider them to be yeah sitter walker whatever it is she goes i don't know i just i did it for a couple of months and then i just got off of the app and ended up taking it private which i think a lot of people end up doing in this case these people in tukwila with the dog and um i i assume they were able to capture well like let cairo 7 do some of the filling and then we'll do all what we do Hold they on. like thousands of dog owners relied on the app rover to help them find a sitter but they tell me that they quickly found out the person they hired is an abuser fidel and Alyssa were on vacation when they decided to check their ring video this is what they saw their dog sitter, Jacob, hitting their dog repeatedly, even leaving a mark. It was really heartbreaking because my dogs are my babies. They found Jacob on the app Rover with stellar reviews. Yeah, so we thought it was a really good fit. The couple shocked to have been proven wrong. I, I couldn't sleep and I was physically shaking. Forced to call Tequila police who quickly removed him from their home. Charges pending, a potential felony under Washington law. Jacob has since mm. been removed from Rover, but the couple feels compelled to sound the alarm for others. Moving forward, I really I really just want people to be aware of, you know, what kind of people can be found on the app. They question the vetting process for dog sitters on any app. Rover's online advice, do a meet and greet before you hire someone and report them if there's ever an issue. Lila. The couple's advice, have cameras and monitor them when you're away. If he did this to us, I can only imagine what has happened to the other homes. 
The couple says they don't blame the app Rover, telling me that once they found Jacob on the app, they actually agreed to pay him off the app, and that's a move that probably removed Rover's yeah. liability. Uh, so I did reach out to Rover today. They tell me they still plan on looking into this incident, trying to make things right. Live in Tequila, Gwen Baumgartner, Cairo 7 News. Nah. Can't go around it. If you go around it, then you don't have any legal standing against Rover. But there's not a great screening process that goes into it. The same thing with Uber. It's a funny thing from Family Guy. He goes down there. Peter goes down there. I want to be an Uber driver. They go, do you have a driver's license? Uh Uh-huh. Do you have a face? Yes. Great. You're hired. Uh, (laughs) The extent of them tracking on Uber. Uh, The difference, of course, is that, you know, you're sitting in the back seat. The driver's not going to crash into something because the driver doesn't want to die either. Um, But Uber drivers sometimes you know, do some stuff that uh, they get caught on. That's it is scary to think they're not people let these people into their house for a period of time. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. And if you want to no. be able to use the app to be a, a guy that wants to get into people's houses and do terrible things to their home, steal stuff or, you know, abuse dogs or whatever else, there's not a lot of high passing of security to be able to get somebody on that app. No, it's really hard to find people to trust to watch your animals. I know that we've been through a, a billion different people because we've had bad experiences. I remember one time we had hired this woman who became, he was, she was very well recommended. And she left the dogs. We were gone for a few days. And she seemed great. We talked to her. We told her everything. And then one night I just couldn't get a hold of her. And mm. she left the dogs all night long. Um and she gave up some excuse like she was in the ER or something like that, but she never called us. And then when we came home, she had done her laundry at our house and left okay. like a few things in the washing machine. So <laughs> I was like, oh, my. You know. So, yeah, you really it's very hard to find people, but there's no excuse for this. I mean, it's it has to ter- become let the buyer beware. You just you yes. can't you can't blame the organization they're just providing a service it's up to you to decide whether or not you think it's wise to let someone you've never met before you have no idea if his reviews are this guy named jacob who is the dog abuser that i hope has justice served Um, (laughs) wow Wow. it's going for a hot take there but you pulled back i heard it yeah um why would you let them into your house if you hadn't met them or you hadn't really vetted them. I mean, it's up to the people that own the dog also to take some responsibility for that because that's not really being safe either. Yeah. Well, they uh, went around it, so they can't do anything about it. They're going to try to do something. I guess the guy's name again is Jacob. So look at what is it again? Is it Jacob? Jacob. Uh-oh. All right. Be forewarned, everybody. Um, and it is one of these things. People that don't have dogs don't understand. You see somebody screaming at your dog kicking your dog it's like they're kicking your kid imagine somebody kicking your kid right it it really you've got this love for this dog and somebody messes with someone's dog it's man it's game on i mean you just you don't mess with people's animals just so you don't mess with their kids and the else thing is people that like to criticize your dog parenting i hate that term because it's not you're not a parent to the dog but when they start to criticize about how you're treating the dog or you should do this or do that, man, that is just, that gets the hackles up as well. It just goes right to the heart.
Yeah. And you know, I see I, these people pushing their dog around in baby carriages. I'm like, whoa, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> let, the, let the dog walk. Well, Bella's not here anymore to uh, oh, right. to take a ride in the carriage. Stella's well, too big and d- won't stay in it, so we can't even use it for her. Well, the news came very close to uh, Joe Mama uh, when uh, some base jumpers jumped off Joe a Mama. building in downtown Seattle. That's right. Uh, police are investigating the daring. By the way, you have a one, is it one in 1,253 chance of dying while base jumping. It is considered the most dangerous sport in the world. It was a sport. But they're jumping well, off buildings. Well, there was a daring and illegal base jump off of a building near downtown Seattle. Two base jumpers took the plunge off a building and landed really close to I-5. You may have seen this video. Congressman Runji Sinna tracking the story for us. And Runji, you're in the area where this jump happened. Yeah, Lindsay, we're in the parking lot of the Poly Clinic here on First Hill, Columbia and 8th. And this parking lot plays a key role in that base jump video. But want to show you this area first. If you take a look around, you can see plenty uh-huh. of of high-rise buildings in this area, very tall. Hey, 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 we're doing radio over here. We can't see what he's talking about. Oh, sorry. All buildings, and the video <laughs> that we've seen shows those two base jumpers drifting down from one of these buildings. In fact, the one right across the street from where we are, and it's video that you just have to check out that was posted on January 1st. Now, the video, as we mentioned, shows the jump. The building is in this area. We're, li- we're live this morning, and at the beginning, it seems like they jump off a rooftop plaza. The parachutes deploy. They're making their way down. They don't have a lot of room to work with, but they do manage to land safely. Now, this is not the first time we've seen Daredevil like stunts. In 2013, a man climbed the prohibited areas at the Space Needle, the Great Wheel, the King Street Station Clock, and even what was then known as CenturyLink Field. Now Lumen Field, of course, is the name. And that person also posted on social media about their exploits. But back out live here in the parking lot, in the video, Uh. it looks like those two jumpers actually land right in this area near this fencing that you see right here. That's three jumpers. They sort of land in the park. Oh, 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 look at you breaking. Mm -hmm. It was three. Okay, wow. Lot and that's a lucky thing because if they had jumped from another building or if the conditions had been a little different, they could have drifted into a roadway or even closer to I 5 or perhaps onto I 5. But there's a lot of sort of traffic around here, so very dangerous conditions if you're going to do a jump. Mm-hmm. There, yeah, if you're going to do a jump, keep that in mind as you throw, <laughs> throw yourself <laughs> off a building. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how many years ago did these guys jump off the space needle? They base jumped off that. We did a story on a guy by the name of Jeff Summers. This is, he jumped off the Columbia Tower with a bunch of other people. What was it, 93? When did they do that? And we fought, it was 95. The guy goes up there with like three other friends. He was from Idaho and he was going to go to med, he just finished University of Washington medical school and he's going to go and do his residency in Hawaii. And he goes up there, a bunch of people. They, I think they land safely. The wind catches him. He slams into the building coming down, bounces off the building. He hurts himself, comes in and lands safely or whatever. Give us some injuries. They take him away. I assume they charge him. We had the story that we had found was that news had gotten to the medical school or to the hospital that he was going to do a residence in Hawaii. And they revoked the offer because they thought he was. Um, obviously irresponsible, a, a lawbreaker, somebody that you don't want to necessarily have working on patients, somebody that is so reckless. I tried to find if that was still the case. I tried to track it down to see if it's still there or not. Um, but in 95, when this guy jumped off the building and ended up being taken away, would you feel 
if you had a new, your doctor was also a guy that used to like to jump off of tall buildings, Sherry, would you feel better about that? Like he's a risk taker. Um, would you want somebody that, that with that kind of intestinal fortitude to be working on your internal organs? No, uh, I'd also want to look for injuries, right? Like what if he didn't want anybody to know and he had a secret brain injury or his hands didn't really work or yeah. there was something about him that was affected by his poor decision? That would be another thing. He's like, knowing he's a base jumper, he's like, look, you do this operation, you got about a one in a million chance of surviving it. But if I were you, I would go for it. You'd be like, I don't know about that. Really? Really? I understand your logic, but no. Now, listen, Sherry, as your doctor, I would take this chance if I were you. Now, this operation has never been done before, but I've been watching a lot of YouTube, and I think I can do it. Okay. Thank you, doctor. I will take it under consideration. I got to go now. I do, too. And with that, he opens the window and throws himself out. <laughs> I don't get a rim shot. Really? Uh, what, is, <laughs> what, is, what, what has happened in 2024? Am I not funny anymore? I, I can take it. Go ahead. <laughs> Have I lost the edge? Huh? Well, I think you're basing it on some things that weren't, I mean... Yeah, you're basing it on too little evidence. We need a little bit more to make a decision whether or not funny has gone by the wayside. Well, here's another joke. They want to spend more money on sound transit. <laughs> um, thank you. Wow. Yes, thank I you. I agree. Yeah, sound transit, by the way, just to give you some idea of how much money they've wasted. Well, originally, it was going to cost about a half a billion a mile for them to put the tracks in. Now it's up to a billion dollars a mile. People Seattle keep spending money on the choo-choo train. They like it. It is dumb, dumb, dumb. It can hold 150 people at the most an hour. It can take 12,000 people. That's about half as much as a bus can take. But one of the reasons they say people don't like buses. Buses aren't sexy. Buses aren't like Europe. I've seen people say this that work in government. People like to be on trains because trains are just more, you know, sort of European and romantic. Elegant. As opposed to being on, and elegant as opposed to being on a bus. So the people of Seattle and King County keep voting yes and yes and yes. Yes, we need the light rail. Very few people take it, but it doesn't matter. They want everybody to be on the light rail. People, even the uh, Washington State Department of Transportation said, yeah, people are going to get off the bus and get on the rail. So they're not going to get out of their cars. You're just trading them out of one thing to get in another, but you're not actually reducing traffic. Now they're trying to stop the fare evasion. The way it works is 40% of the budget that pays for light rail has to come from people paying for their little tickets. The first line of the Seattle Times article, what did they say it was one in three pay? What was it? Was it something like yeah. that? Yep. It says that they, you know, they, they have obviously this has been an ongoing problem that has plagued them forever. For every two passengers who pay for their light rail uh, trips in Seattle, at least one more skips the fare. <laughs> oh, God. Now, keep in mind, in 2010, 95% of people paid. And I wondered about this, too. What happened? Well, what happened was uh, in 2020, when they decided that COVID was too much of a, of a problem, and then they did some studies that said that uh, disproportionately uh, black riders were being stopped more than white riders, they backed way off of enforcement. And at that uh -huh. point, you know, now 55% ride for free in 2020. Yes.
four. Right. I think their fair recovery is below 10% or something. And so mm-hmm. they're thinking about putting in turnstiles or some way to stop people from jumping over or getting through. People will still jump through the turnstiles. They're doing that in New York City. Uh, people jump over turnstiles. You watch a bunch of TikTok on how to get around the turnstiles. If somebody wants to uh, evade it, they will evade it. And the idea that, oh, but before, again, you have to believe, okay, they're disproportionately stopping and ticketing black riders. So then you're, one of two assumptions have to occur. Either the people that they're hiring are racist, that's one, or two, more black young men avoid paying the fare. It's either one or the other, one or the other. So do we hire racists consistently or consistently to young black males tend to not pay the fare. It's one or the other. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Riding Tunes is good, good, good for you, baby. You'll feel better about yourself. You write to us at MyNorthwest.com. Uh, let's see. How about that Muckleshoot Casino Resort? The uh, the, um, the text line, Sherry. one 976 Gives Joe something to do. I'll be doing the show, reading all those texts coming in. Who you know? Who knows? She could be letter of the day. Uh, I don't know why this is such a big deal, but this makes news. This guy decides to, how does he get the shoe from the woman in the first place? You Former know, NFL. Do we know how he got her shoe? I think what happened was I think she might have left it in her dressing room or okay. something like that. I think maybe somebody gave her the shoe. We have an audio clip of it. It might explain yeah. it a little bit better. Okay, thanks. Thanks for this. Uh, <laughs> Explain to America what happened. So these are the shoes that these, Stephen I got A. The sh- got I walked into of my, I walked into my office today, so Stephen A.'s assistant must have left them in my office. Is- oh, Stephen A.'s got an assistant. Oh. Mm-hmm. She did. And he got the shoes. First of all. So he the- made good on his word. Stephen A., thank you very much. Congrats <laughs> again to UConn. We're going to win it again this year. How come and there's he got no the brand shoes. on it? it they're they're just- Attico. Oh, so the guy, former quarterback, uh, picks up her shoe, says there's no brand on you it. Don't, on you, 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 you don't need to know. The last the brand. It you ain't don't know cheap. anything about brand. It ain't cheap. Exactly. You're the last person that, to talk about brand. Ain't that something? Ain't yeah. That him of all people. Why, are you, you really understand? sniffing the shoe? Just I just got the shoe, you just and I have tights on. Don't be weird. I don't know about you, Dan. You know, I got to keep an eye on you. You know, he might have a foot fetish. Yeah, he might have one. Dan might be one of those. Dan might be one of those. That's right. Really? This is the story. Hey, no, what are you doing? D.O. D.O. It's a nice black patent leather pump. These are like these are like the lazy heels. Okay, would you give me my shoe back? D.O., let me ask you. That's what she wanted, D.O. Stephen A., thank you very much. I I love them, so thank you very much. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The guy that's (laughs) sniffing the shoe is Dan Orlovsky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, former NFL quarterback, yeah. You know, D.O. 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 smelling shoes. Yeah, D.O. And this has become this big deal that, oh, he's gross smelling the shoe or well, I, I, what is it, misogynistic or is he shoe phobic or something like that? And this is making news because he, <laughs> he smelled her shoe. Uh, I, I guess it's just it's just kind of weird and gross to have somebody smell your shoe. How would you react, Sherry, if John just picked up your shoe and smelled it? I, I, would, I would be a bit surprised. I would just... If you like everything, uh, he's else. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> if he like, yeah. When I did, when I did the worst, inf- by the way, the worst infomercial in the history of infomercials had the lowest amount of buyers. 
when it ran for one week was Neat Feet, the world's first roll-on deodorant for your feet. <laughs> and, oh, I'm sorry. Maybe for the thousands and millions of people that suffer every single day with the discomfort and embarrassment of foot odor, no one's ever done anything about it until Neat Feet. Let's talk to Dr. Sadie Taylor, a podiatrist from New Zealand, who's found the... Okay, you know what? Screw you all. Screw you all. Can I ask a question? Did they sure. use your feet? No, we went to Nordstrom at 2 o'clock in the morning, and we had to film this episode where I'd get, look at the camera and say, we asked these 10 people to put neat feet on one foot and not have anything on the other foot and then wear the same shoes and same socks for one week. Let's huh. find out. Well, here goes nothing. And then with that, I'd sit down in the little chair and then pick the shoe up and go, whew, wow. <laughs> obviously not the neat feet. And then I'd pick the Wow, that's something. And they move down to the next person. Ooh, that's awful. That, that's so. It was based amazing. on your testimonial. They were basing entirely <laughs> on your acting. Did anyone ever wear the shoes, or were they just First random of all, shoes? Hold on. Do you really believe those ten? Just regular folks who, by the way, were all paid actors. You think they actually wore the same shoes and same socks for a week? Huh? Huh? Well, I mean, did they even show up for the for the infomercial or did you just no, have we were random there at shoes? two o'clock oh. in the morning? No, yeah, oh. two o'clock oh. in the morning. We did that. We shot that. Thing. But you staged ridiculous. it. They didn't really they didn't really. Work. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't like to say that. We, what's the long? <laughs> yeah, statue of limitations. Yeah, it was all staged. Wow. And it was like forty nine ninety five. For this roll-on deodorant for your feet. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and nobody bought the thing. Well, have it you hurt, seen hurt. those hmm? have you seen those commercials? I don't remember in the product, but it's for everything. Deodorant for everything. Oh yeah. 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 Well, don't take anything away from Dr. <laughs> Dr. Sadie Taylor, the podiatrist from New Zealand who'd found the solution to neat to stinky feet. Um yeah, I, it's, I have a wickedly bad story, which I don't think I could tell on the air, but um, maybe off the air. I usually do a show off the air where we don't care about anybody firing us. Um, <laughs> are we on that show right now? I'd say it's a fine line, isn't it? <laughs> you know that? You know that or jump, jump out of a building. Yeah. Um, and finally, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, who spent uh, 2020, 2021, 2022 spreading misinformation about COVID vaccines, uh, had a problem with Aaron Rodgers, used to make fun of Aaron Rodgers all the time, and now he's going after Aaron Rodgers again. This is Aaron Rodgers speculating on the Epstein. Mm -hmm. Bring it up. Bring it up, Foxy, or somebody back Seats on it. We have Super Bowl 58. You'll see it. The emblem put on the screen. And then bring up 57 and 56. This has something to do with okay. the Epstein list that came out? <laughs> Feels like, <laughs> feels like it's supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming out. Soon. Look, this guy's been it's waiting in his wine people. cellar. Yeah. I've been waiting in my wine <laughs> cellar for this thing. <laughs> a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't. Please, <laughs> all right. Hey, that's listen. Kimmel went after him during the whole COVID thing while Kimmel was spreading misinformation and having um, Dr. Walensky from the CDC lie to the American people about COVID. He was and then he would blast away at Aaron Rodgers and play cuts from Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers is just, you know, bang, hitting Jimmy Kimmel because that's kind of his, you know, you know, you know, whipping boy on this one. So then Kimmel goes out to say all this UFO talk has the tinfoil hatters going wild, including Green Bay whack packer Aaron Rodgers, who offered 
this hot take on the Pat McAfee show. I, I believe that this has been going on for a long time. Interesting uh, timing on everything. There's a lot of other things going on in the world. Did you hear about the Epstein client list uh, about to be released, too? What's that? What are you talking about? There's some files that have, have some names on it that might be uh, getting released pretty soon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'd be time to revisit that concussion protocol, Aaron. That's <laughs> you know, he really took it seriously. And, I mean, you, you think the, the lady doth protest too much. He says to, to him, Jimmy Kimmel posted this, Dear blank yeah. poll, for the record, yeah. I have not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. I mean, he's, oh, right. he really can't take a joke. No. No. Uh, what point does Jimmy Kimmel um, say that he's a comedian? Uh, you mean other than a talk show host? Yeah. Is he supposed to be funny? Yes. The yes. show is so unbelievably political, right? And just the seals that laugh at everything he says. And, just, and he's got this thing with Aaron Rodgers going back and forth, but... Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers, I think, just jokingly said his name is on the list. And we still don't really know when they release the list, what do we learn? They said no one on there is going to be, is accused of any crimes. It's just, I guess, just guilt by association. That's all it's going to be. And the list is going to come out. I think it's supposed to come out later today. And all these names are going to be on the list. And like, oh, there you go. But the, what do you have? What evidence? And then what happens from there? But right, isn't it still just the list? But not yeah. like then investigations. They're going to roll it out slowly, I guess. Maybe a few names today, but it's unlikely because it's in New York that it's being released and it's already 642 here on the East Coast. So I don't think it's going to come out today necessarily. But there are three people now that have petitioned them to say, I don't want my name out. And the one particular woman has said she will be in danger if her name comes out on the Doe list. So they're giving her one month to prove why she will be in danger. She says she lives in a foreign country, and culturally mm -hmm. she will be, I guess, um, in, in big trouble. Hmm. I don't think if there'll be like, any surprises. If you're, suffering, if you're suffering like you were an A celebrity and you're sliding down into B, C celebrity, you're going to be on Dances with the Stars soon. Wouldn't you want your name on the list just to kind of get people talking about you? No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, right. these are horrible crimes. They're terrible what things What crime? To be on the list is not a crime. That's not a crime. Well, no, but you don't want to be associated with a pedophile. That's horrible. Okay. You're right. No, it is. Or do, I, or do I stand corrected on that somehow? No, no you're right. You don't, want to be, you don't want to be associated with it. Terrible yeah. man. Terrible guy. I'm just what people do to try to get some sort of publicity. Ever thought about being a lighthouse keeper, Sherry? They've got a job opening. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I would because it seems so beautiful and, and serene, but then I read the the conditions and no thank you. What what turned you off because they're looking for somebody there? Yeah, so you think that it's going to be this wonderful little 
excursion and all of that. But really what it is is, first of all, you get paid about $66,000 a year. You're on duty okay. seven days a week. So for, a raise for you. Go ahead. Yeah, seven days a week, <laughs> 10 to 12 hour, the hour shifts. Uh, the food is dropped off weekly or I guess once a month by helicopter. No alcohol. Okay. There's a deal breaker right there. You might get some internet. Cell phone coverage is hit or miss. Um, and you basically have to give weather reports every single hour. So you have to be on Most duty lighthouses, a lot. Right. Well, you're doing an important job. Most lighthouses got decommissioned and then became automatic with the lights going on. There is one, if you want to try it just for a week, the Dungeness Spit Lighthouse. And the spit grows, I forget how many feet, every single year. And you drive a car to get out there. They drop you off. You stay out there. I think it's for a week. You sign up to be part of the Dungeness Spit Lighthouse, historical, whatever it is. You can look at it online if you want to do it. And they, when you get there, you they give you a bunch of jobs to do, like, oh, paint the fence and check the screen door and make sure this is okay and then check the roof and things. You're working a little bit, but the rest of the time, you're just basically out on the end of the spit, Dungeness Spit Lighthouse, and people are going by, and you turn the light on. Got to remember to do that. And you get a chance to experience what it is to be a lighthouse keeper for one week. People love it. They really do. Um, they, you bring your food out there. You have one week's worth of food. And you get a chance to sort of just enjoy the, the solitude of it. Right. But that wouldn't be you so bad do for have to pay week. for it. You do have to pay for it. I, yeah, but not much, considering well, you get the whole place to yourself. It's huh? if you wanted a maximum of eight adults, which it sleeps eight, it'd be about three thousand yeah. dollars a week, and plus you have to join the, the um, Dungeon Spit Lighthouse. Yes, thing, that's right. right. Yeah, which is like fifty bucks. But yeah, I mean, I can see okay. that if if you if you just were uh, like two adults or one adult, it'd only be four, about five hundred bucks. That's a you can't get a hotel for five hundred bucks. So uh, that would be for a whole week. For a plus whole week, you get a giant right. light. And you're playing an important <laughs> role on your vacation. You know, but you everybody's in charge of turning the I think I work. Well, you said you have to paint work. a fence. I don't want to paint a fence. No, I'm just that's an example of stuff. You don't have to paint the fence. You have other things you could do. Maybe you'd be like in there what? making bread or something. I don't know. Butter, churning butter. For horse, whom? I mean, shoeing well, horses. Why why would a lighthouse need butter? That's the perfect question. It really is the perfect question. I was just trying to think of like jobs you could do: make butter, shoe horses, keep the men's morale up, songs, dances. <laughs> okay, well that I could do, but the other things, no. Can't paint a fence, can't make okay. butter, can't do that. So, but yeah, it is. It looks All very, right. very nice and and beautiful. But they're saying that if you want to get there, if you want to be a lighthouse person. Don't try to go yeah. there because you want to escape your addictions or your psychological problems. It'll just compound it. Oh, you think? <laughs> I would say so. The yeah. isolation, the churning, all the churning with the butter. Of the butter. All right, yeah. uh, Nate, <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving up on that one.